0: We're all expecting something, we're all expecting something to happen. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting to happen? What is our expectation right now? Probably expecting me to speak. For some, what are you waiting for? You're already waiting for this uh, to be over. But Justin already uh, gave us a wee clue, um, but I have a question. How many sleeps until there's gifts under the tree? You see, one, one more sleep until hopefully there's gifts under the tree. Hopefully after one more sleep we will creep down the stairs or up your hall and under the tree there'll be a few gifts under there for you and your family. So now we're in this period of waiting. We have one more sleep, but we have to wait, have to wait until it's time to go to bed and go to sleep and wait until we can go into wherever the tree is, wherever those gifts were waiting. So, I need a couple of volunteers. I've already kind of pre-picked them in one sense. Uh, but, Evie, you are one of them, so come on down or up. Uh, is Matteo in here? Zach, unfortunately you're too old, but I actually do need you to maybe come up as well. Is Mate- Ma- Mario, can Matteo come up? I need a specific volunteer for a reason. Zach, you can help as well. Right, Evie, so here's what you have to do, okay? All you have to do is wait, okay? So, what I'm going to do, and Matteo, you're the same, all right? Right, Matteo, Evie, this chocolate button is for you okay? Right? Wait. (laughs) This chocolate button is for you. And Matteo, this chocolate button, if you want it, (laughs) is also for you. I think Evie's more engaged. Right, Evie? So that chocolate button is for you. However, I'm going to walk down, because I need to go and get something from my bag. Right? And you're not allowed to eat it until I come back. If you eat it, you don't get another sweet. If you do wait, you'll get more sweets. Okay? Now, Zach, I'm gonna have to whisper something in your ear. You have to try and get Evie to eat the sweet. Okay? Okay, so I'm just gonna go to, so that, whoa, near away. Wasn't waiting to, fu- that's not funny. <laughs> so, Evie, that's for you. Do you want it? That sweet's for you. Now, Zach, you know your role. (laughs) Oh! You're about to wait. Right, I'll give you another chance. Maybe don't put it in her mouth. (laughs) Now, Evie, you have to wait. Okay, you'll get more if you wait. Right, I'm going to go down to the back this time. Right, I'm not looking. You can have it if you want. I think she's waited long enough. Good job. Here you go, you can have a few more. Oh, Oh, maybe, here, there you go. Zach, you can have that one. Your mummy actually bought these, I don't know why I'm holding them. (laughs) I had squashies, but apparently chocolate buttons is a better option. Never tried that before. It could have been a disaster. But anyway, Matteo, there's sweets up here for you if you want. You waited as well. So sometimes we find that it is quite hard to actually wait. Sometimes it's, it's easy. Sometimes there's things that are just so sure irresistible, that we feel like we cannot wait. And this morning, I want us uh, to look at a verse in Second Corinthians nine fifteen. 15. Th- oh. thanks be to God for His indescribable gift, and we see this in Second Corinthians nine fifteen. At our carol service, or tomorrow at Christmas morning. We'll have certain readings, we'll have certain uh, carols that we, we sing, but in our certain readings we usually have ones that we expect, we have ones that uh, come every year and we, we know what they maybe are when we see the verse headings, we know the verses that are coming, because they're ones that are, that are read out at Christmas, they're ones that are special for that time and explain uh, what Christmas is all about, and this verse uh, maybe isn't one that always comes around. At Christmas, maybe you think of Isaiah 9 or John 1. But here, uh, we have a man, Paul. And he is thanking God for a gift that he says is indescribable. Okay? Now, I'm not uh, that good at English. So, I don't really know uh, how to explain indescribable. But when I looked it up, it says that it's something that cannot be adequately explained By words. You know, sometimes you might stumble over your words when you're reading something or there's something in front of you. And when you're trying to read it, you you can't actually figure out what it's trying to say. Or, you know, you're like, that's just not quite what I'm trying to say. And sometimes it's difficult when when you read or you're saying something from the front or you're trying to read something on the back of a screen. It's actually quite difficult uh, to say it. And if you're in this flow of trying to say something quickly, it's actually quite difficult to be. Uh, coherent or it's quite difficult to say it all in one sentence really clear. So that comes to uh, my second point. Junior, you're always good to poke fun out at Christmas, so I need you to come up, uh, please, and yeah, Zach, okay, you can come up as well. So what uh, I need you to do is there's only really one rule, okay, so you're gonna have two each and yeah, this is quite good actually. So you're kinda in like a bit of a race but, <laughs> don't worry, you're not running. Okay? Now, you have an advantage, because your mum's a speech therapist, so that's not fair. <sighs> you're on your own. Okay, so the one rule is you have to do it fast. Okay? So you can't, you can't wait a bite, otherwise you're going to ruin it. Right? So, I'll let Junior go first. Thanks. Okay? So... <clears throat> We're going to do Christmas tongue twisters. <laughs> now remember, you have to be fast, didn't you? Right, okay. right so you've got the first one. Ready? Sunday slides sideways on Snow. Oh. <laughs> Zach, he's a pro. You're in for it here. OK, and remember, fast. No, you're on the next one. OK, you ready? That was too slow. you got to be quicker. Okay. Got to be like running reindeer, rump around Red Reefs. Is this my goal? Oh, no, it is. Maybe these are too easy. <laughs> right, Junior. You ready? Tiny Timmy trims the tall tree with tinsel. Should have brought someone else up. <laughs> right, Zach, last one. Nice and quick. Well done. Uh sweet somewhere. Junior, you can have some of those squats. Oh, Hannah took the buttons. Go get some buttons from Hannah. <laughs> I have nothing to give. <laughs> that really, really didn't play out how I expected I thought it was going to be uh, more tongue twisters. Junior, well done, Zach. Good job. So as we can see, well, the point was that some things are indescribable, but those were pretty well described. <laughs> some things, though, in our life are, are indescribable, as we've so kindly not been shown. But, so, so far we've seen the importance of waiting. We've seen how things can be indescribable. But this man, Paul, when he talks about this verse in 2 Corinthians 9, he doesn't focus on the indescribable. He focuses on the gift. Not the gift that is under the tree or um, that can be given out this morning. You see, the gift that Paul was talking about was actually the reason why we celebrate Christmas. Christmas brings us an amazing gift that goes way beyond what we can ever find under a tree. And you see, Paul realized this. It's not about toys It's not about what else you can find under the tree. It's not about everything that commercially comes with Christmas. This gift is far more special. Unlike regular gifts that that wear out or they get old or the trend moves on, this special gift from God is everlasting. It's forever. It'll never move on this gift that Paul was talking about at Christmas was a baby. However, the gift was not just a baby, but who that baby was and who he grew up to be and what he has done for you and I. Even more so, that baby brought us something more. This fantastic gift is something called grace and unconditional love and favor from God. Paul, in verse 15, said, Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. However, just the verse before, he said, And in their prayers for you, their hearts will go out to you because of this suppressing, indescribable, surpassing grace God has given you because of surpassing grace, God has given you. We've understood waiting, an indescribable gift, and what grace is. Here's something uh, that when I was thinking about it, was, was quite interesting. On Christmas Eve, um, and I think actually my sister, is what she lives in Birmingham now, but she's watching um, online. We used to Be allowed to open one gift on Christmas Eve. So we used to, like, you know, go under the tree and, you know, try and figure out, okay, right, this one, is this one going to be good? And you kind of, like, shake it a wee bit until you get shouted after shaking it in case it broke. And we used to get to pick one uh, gift on Christmas Eve. We didn't have to wait. We got to open one gift um, and open it. And we didn't have to wait until Christmas morning. Likewise, This gift that is offered to you, you do not have to wait because it's already been given. The baby Jesus has already been born. He has already grown up, lived on earth, told everyone who he is, and then died for every bad thing that we have ever done or ever will do. That sin that we have committed has been washed completely free. And then, He came back to life, had to go and be with his father again in heaven. The gift is indescribable, as Paul said, because of how amazing it is and how no one else ever could offer the same gift. However, it has already been offered to everybody. Some people have accepted it, they've taken it, and some people it is still waiting there for them. That gift is still offered to them and will never be taken away. If you haven't accepted that gift, it is waiting there for you. What are you waiting for? The true meaning of Christmas lies not in the glittering packages under the tree, but in the manger that cradled the hope of the world. So as we think um, about reflections on the true meaning of Christmas... We've delved into uh, what it is about Christmas, what it is about that season. We've tested patience with an activity about sweets, explored the idea of an indescribable gift through the lens of grace. And Paul, we see in 2 Corinthians 9.15, shows us uh, this gratitude for a gift way beyond words. In the middle of carol services and Festive readings, we discovered that Christmas isn't just about tangible gifts under the tree, but centers around an indescribable gift that Paul has shown is the reason for our celebration. It's a gift that surpasses the material or the temporary, more significant than any toy or gadget. This extraordinary gift is a person, a baby born in Bethlehem. Now, the invitation stands before us. The baby has been born, the gift offered to everyone. Some have embraced it while others still contemplate the indescribable gift, as Paul proclaimed. This Christmas, the question echoes again. What are you waiting for? May the true meaning of Christmas resonate with us. Let it inspire a deeper understanding within us of an indescribable gift, and prompting us to share its profound significance with those around us. In this season of celebration and reflection, let us recognize the enduring message of hope, love, and grace, the true essence of the perfect gift. Let's pray. Father, this morning, as we reflect on your body broken and blood spilled, Father, we thank you as we come and we recognize um, what this Christmas is all about. Father, we thank you for the gift that is your Son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for who he is, for how he lived on this earth, and Father, we are completely humbled by the fact that he has died for us, for everything that we have done, and him, completely blameless. Father, I pray that we focus on the true meaning of Christmas this year, focusing on that message of hope, love, and grace, the true essence of the perfect gift. Father, we pray all these things in your name. Amen.